Welcome to the Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Eschback. I'm Matt Golden. And this week, we're doing a one-shot for Scott Snyder's Witches. Witches is written by Scott Snyder, and the art is done by the amazing Jock. I absolutely love this book. I've been waiting for a long time for more Witches to come, as have you. Yeah, the book is put out by Image Comics. Have you read a lot of horror comics before? I have read very, very few horror comics before, so I'm not super familiar with the genre. I have read another one by Scott Snyder, Wake, which was absolutely fantastic. I haven't read Wake yet, so please, no spoilers. Also, alert to anyone listening, there's going to be plenty of spoilers for Witches this episode. That's all we're going to talk about, is what happens in this book. Literally start to finish. I've read a few horror comics. I mean, if you can count the Marvel ones like Blade and Werewolf by Night, and the agents of shade and all those varieties. Although those are like the PG version of comics, not bad or anything. It's just like watching monster squad. So it's not true horror. I feel like, and I've read cross quite a few trades of cross, which is an ultraviolet series. that I, I enjoy, but it's like one of the series that I would be hesitant to recommend to anyone. Cause they'd be like, what kind of sick deviant person are you? <laughs> well, keep in mind when we are, when we say horror comics, we're not talking about, uh, like The Walking Dead, I wouldn't think that would necessarily classify. Uh, there are plenty of comics that have blood and gore and guts that aren't really horror comics. Horror comics are kind of ones that chill you to the bone. They're violent, scary imagery, much like witches here. It is funny, though. Like I can't believe you said The Walking Dead, and I just completely blanked out on The Walking Dead altogether. The series I own, and I watch the show, and I'm just like, oh, no. Never, like, one of the biggest cable shows. No, it didn't cross my mind. I'd be, like, forgetting Batman when talking about, like, famous superheroes. It is literally the biggest comic thing going on in the world right now. And you forgot about it, you idiot. Do you classify that book as horror? Yeah, classified as horror. Uh, Boo! I mean, it's like most zombie comics. Or not comics, but most things involving zombies, like George Romero zombies films, to where there's a layer there where it's more than just about The Walking Dead itself. But we're not here to talk about The Walking Dead or Zombies. We're here to talk about witches. Yes, we are. So to give you guys just a brief overview of what witches is, it's it's about these creatures that live in the woods that have these sort of magical powers. And you can obtain a, a little bit of their magical powers by pledging somebody that you love over to these wonderful witches. And they will... Grant your wish, whatever it is. If you're dying, they'll heal you. If you want to be rich, they'll make you rich. But by pledging somebody, you are sacrificing that person to the witches. And now when Matt says they're creatures that live in the woods with magical powers, I'm talking about like pleasant fairies. These are sick, twisted, large behemoth individuals that are just this gray blobbish color with vicious teeth and large eyes and scraggly hair. And we see how their magic works and how the pledging works. When you see victims engulfed in trees with only their mouth or their eye. Yeah, there's images yeah. Of, of people literally being pulled into trees through little holes in the tree. Just basically folded in half by these disgusting creatures. They have two eyes and one of their eyes is facing forward and the other one is on the side of their head. So they are absolutely disturbingly beautiful monsters. You probably will get one as a pet soon. 
Yeah, they're not the witches that you think of as, as far as the stereotype goes. They don't fly on brooms, have green skin, and a pointy hat. And although they both do use cauldrons, although these cauldrons, like you see in a lot of witch tales, are also used to eat and devour. And witches, like you see in a lot of witch mythology in the book, they also prefer to eat children. That's disgusting, Alex. So tell me something that you like about this book. What, like, drew you in? Like, once you, like, read it, what, like, what was the moment where you're like, wow, I'm going to keep reading this? After I paid for the trade, I was like, well, I should keep <laughs> reading it after the first page. But I really did enjoy it. One thing we don't talk about a lot, but one thing I really enjoyed about this book was the colors. The colors were done by Matt Hollingsworth, and it's... It's, they're beautifully done. It's They give the book this sort of frantic feel the whole time that kind of builds on that nervous energy that you get from like watching a horror movie. It's kind of splattered. It's it's almost like classier Jackson Pollock if Jackson Pollock uh, didn't suck. And I liked the setting of the book, too. Uh, it takes place in New Hampshire in the woods out there. So it's a smaller state with plenty of small towns, which you could say for a lot of America. But I felt it worked really well because New, because New Hampshire is a part of New England. So it has that old history to it, at least compared to the rest of the United States. And it kind of ties into that witch mythology. Yeah, that old New England vibe is a good creepy feel for, for comic books. Or, or really for anything. It's just got an, uh, a vibe, an ambiance to it that uh, it really chills you a little bit. And kind of makes everything seem cooler when you're reading it. So tell me something about this. Tell me uh, why Scott Snyder's Witches has you worried about its future. I don't know if I'm worried, but it's more just, okay, I'm not, I'm sure it'll happen, but I'm just very impatient because Witches came out in 2015, I believe, 2014. I'm not paused off the top of my head. I love the world that Snyder built. There's a lot of mythos there. It's really rich, a lot of potential. And after the first six issues, after the wire one trade, nothing's come out yet. Well, my friend, I have got a surprise for you. Sitting next to Alex is a magazine I picked up today. Um, it is Image Plus. Uh, it's got some great interviews. Uh, it gives some previews and kind of goes over some actual comics in there. It actually has a bunch of different beginnings of comics. And one that it has the beginning of is which is bad egg is what it's going to be called. Alex has not seen this before. He's now looking at it for the first time. Yeah. Take that. You dummy do your research a little better, which is, is on the horizon. It looks like if I were to guess December, January, February of 2018, there was no definitive date, nothing on images list of releases for November. So image and Scott Snyder, you guys aren't busy people like get on with your lives and, and get us some witches. First of all, before I begin my question, welcome to Casual Conversation with Matt and Alex. <laughs> so in that magazine, does it is it just does it confirm whether it's issue seven coming out around that time or the complete collection of volume two? Well, Alex, I'll tell you. It says which is Bad Egg Chapter One. And it's about let's see, I can actually total up the number of pages right here. Six pages worth of Bad Egg Volume One. And Alex, I'm going to let you go ahead and give a general overview of Volume 1, kind of tell everybody what happens, and then I will spoil Bad Egg Chapter 1 for you, the the first six pages of the next chapter of Witches. Yeah, in the first volume of Witches, his family moves to a town in New Hampshire. It's the father, his wife, who's currently in a wheelchair, and their daughter, Sailor. 
stupid name. It's inferred that's where that there's been some problems in the past with the family, specifically with the father and with the daughter as well. The daughter was bullied, and there's rumors that she killed someone. It does flash back to that scene and it shows that she didn't kill the person, but the person definitely died, and not for lack of intent on Sailor's part, because Sailor brandished a knife with intent to do her harm, not necessarily kill her, but to stop the person from bullying her. Yeah, it turns out the witches folded her in half through a tree, which was one of the most graphic and startling images of the entire book. Which, at the time, as a reader, you didn't know that 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 is the witch's handiwork. In fact, Sailor thinks that she's going crazy whenever that happens. Yeah, maybe she is going crazy, Alex. And through the story, you just kind of learn the rest, a little bit more about the history of the witches and the benefits of being pledged if you're the person doing the pledging and not the pledgy. Yeah, like I said earlier, you get basically anything you want if you pledge somebody to the witches. So that's kind of what the the general story is. To go into a little further spoilers, Sailor gets captured by the witches. Somebody has pledged her. You know, pledged is pledged, as they say in the book. I kind of feel like they say it like, pledged is pledged. Like with a, I mean, just a beautifully Southern accent. Yeah, and there's two primary viewpoints in this book. It mostly spends time with Sailor and with her dad. It does cut every now and then to flashbacks of other people. Or to Sailor's mom occasionally. Yeah, and but once, mainly it sticks with those two. Yeah, it does. And once Sailor's captured, her dad goes on a rescue mission, try and find her. He explores all sorts of avenues and routes to try and get her. And lo and behold, again, spoiler alert, the mom has pledged Sailor. Her own mother has pledged her. And it turns out she is no longer wheelchair bound. She is healed. And the reason that we learn that she's wheelchair bound is because she was pregnant. And got in an accident and lost a child. And that was her attempt, we learned, to save Sailor from being pledged. But apparently that life wasn't enough to save the witches. And they still wanted Sailor. Yes, yes, indeed they did. So they came after her. They captured her and took her to their hole. And the line of thought for the mom is that the witches make you forget that you ever had a daughter. So they won't remember it. They won't feel the pain that comes with it. They know that they will stop being hunted. Yes, and when the dad's on the trail of, of finding their daughter, it's actually my favorite moment of the whole entire book. And this is before you find out that Sailor's mom has pledged her. She's still wheelchair bound. Her father comes in and starts ranting and raving and talking all sorts of crazy stuff. Like maybe these witches are real. Maybe this is a thing that's actually happening. Because who would believe that? That's crazy. And the mom turns around and goes... Well, that's great, honey, but who's Sailor? And that moment, like, I actually got chills. The the hair, the long, thick, furry hair on my arm stood up even longer and thicker than it already was. Goosebump moment. Not yeah. remembering who your own kid is. What was your favorite moment from these first six issues? I just told you. You dumb, dumb idiot. Why aren't so you So that was your moment right that there. That was my favorite moment. I thought it was great. It sent chills down my spine. I really enjoyed whenever Sailor's father meets, or for not meets, but for the second time interacts with a woman who attacked him in his own house. I oh, yeah, beautiful, uh, beautiful woman. She has a bald head. Uh, she lost her legs, and she's dressed in a white t-shirt and a plaid button-up shirt that she leaves hanging open. She has a horrifying vision. Yeah, she she looks terrifying, and she 
speaks. I mean, she acts in a horrific manner, brandishing weapons, throwing rope towards Sailor's father, implying that they should hang himself. And but what I liked about that character, it's this horrible visage of a character. But apparently, she's been hunting the witches for a certain amount of time and knows all the stuff about the witches. And it actually brings me to one of my dislikes about it that I want to know more about her. She spoilers hung herself and killed herself because the witches had gotten a hold of her and were driving her insane to kill herself. I want to know more about her world. I want to know more about the people that like hunt the witches, how they find out all this information and live to tell the tale. That was one of my biggest dislikes too, is that character perishing way too soon. I also liked the character of the father who again, spoiler alert at the very end dies at the hands of the witches and the townspeople who are coming to claim their prize. We assume it happens off panel. It does happen off panel. So maybe he is alive. Horror movie trope. If you don't see it happen on the screen or on panel, they might still be alive. Of course, in comics, somebody can die and then come back six issues later. But I don't think it's going to work that way in the world of witches. Yes. And in order to pledge somebody, it's best to spray them with some kind of uh, chemical type thing, which is kind of weird. I thought that was a, an odd thing that they threw in just at the end. And Sailor ends up spraying half the town with this pledge stuff. Pledges the entire town to the witches. Yeah, and there was like hint of that earlier. Like we saw a kid in the hospital whose IV was green, like the pledge solution. But we don't know what, how you get the pledge solution, or exactly what it is. Which again, I'm hoping we get answers to in volume two. Yes, and I'm going to go ahead and spoil the first six pages of what is likely volume two for Alex and and everybody. So it opens on this kid in the kitchen with his mom talking about how his life is standard issue, like his dad was in the military. We find out his dad has left, and he's on his way to school. He's riding his bike. He's got his science fair project behind him. His mom tells him not to cut through any of, of the lots. So what does the kid do? Oh, he's running late. He's got a strict-ass teacher. Throws his bike over the chain-link fence and cuts through a lot. Sure enough, a, a white van pulls up, and it turns out it's one of his classmates' dad in this unmarked white van which you know is going to end well. So sure enough, the kid and the dad just start kind of having a normal conversation. The kid's a little freaked out. And then he hears this. He's he's about to go get in this van with this strange gentleman. So if you ever see a, a van with a strange gentleman or Alex driving, do not get in. So it turns out that once this wild noise happens, he starts getting freaked out, this little kid. So he starts riding his bike as fast as he can. And this grown-ass man chases down this kid in his van, hits him with his van, and grabs him and opens up the back of his van. And of course, there's the witches right there. And before you know it, you see this figure coming in the distance. Uh, and it's his mom coming to save the day, knows what the witches are, throws this asshole to the witches, goes into the back of the van, and shuts herself in, presumably killing the witches. You see her face. And it looks to be an older version of Sailor. Bam. End scene. Yeah, I after hearing that, I really can't wait for volume two. <laughs> it sounds like he skipped ahead a long time and has done a phenomenal job. And it left me kind of on my ass. Yeah, and the rights to witches were actually purchased by me. B, which is Brad Pitt's film group. I don't know if they're ever going to make a movie or a TV show for it, but the world that Snyder... And Jock and Hollingsworth built. I mean, it's ripe for that sort of adaptation. It really is, especially that first volume. I could see Brad Pitt or myself playing the dad. 
Yeah, it's uh, so it depends really what your budget is in the movie. <laughs> if your budget is like a couple hundred dollars, I'm your guy. Do you have anything else you want to add about it? Hell no. Let's close this shit out. I, I got stuff I got to go do. I do want to say one thing. I want nope. to say you and I are both idiots when yep. we were talking about horror comics that we read earlier because you and I both read American Vampire written by Scott Snyder. Which is a horror comic. You know, I thought about that, but I don't know if I would classify that as a horror comic. This is Matt's way of getting out of anything. <laughs> He's like, oh no. Yeah, I don't know. This is how I'm not wrong. Yeah. Only witches is a horror comic and nothing else exists out there. Yep, that's true. Well, that about wraps it up. As always, you can email us at henchmanofcomics at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. For the Henchman of Comics, I'm Alex Eshbeck. I'm not holding. And should ain't easy.